Like, I just want one of them to go crazy, is what I'm saying. I think it would make the show a lot better if one just actually went crazy. everybody and welcome to our weekly hunted recap show where we are talking me being angry about hunted let's face the facts me being angry about hunted but spoiler alert i'm being hunted the hunters are hunting me and we have all that to talk about and so much more on this show but if you missed any of these shows back you can check them out at yourrealityrecaps.com slash hunted some other great things to let you guys know if you love shows like this one and want to support our shows do us a favor and uh do all your amazon shopping over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash amazon it brings you right to amazon's website you guys don't pay anymore and it really helps support our shows if you want like a free audiobook you can do that too to help support our shows at yourrealityrecaps.com slash audible you don't pay anything it's a free trial and you get a free audiobook how amazing is that no eric we want to spend money we want to spend money okay then become a patron at yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron. You get uh, access to the weekly-only patron shows, prize giveaways just for patrons, your questions asked to reality stars, and it's what helps keep us bringing you guys new shows and content all year long. Or you can do one-time donation over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash PayPal. I love those. Okay, um... And I'll say on that note, for those of you guys that don't know, Sunday night, 6 p.m., Sunday night at 6 p.m., is going to be our birthday show spectacular giveaway of prizes and games and fun. So if you want to come hang out with me on birthday and win some stuff and play some games and have some fun, that'll be this Sunday, the 19th of February, 2017, at 6 p.m. Eastern. And yes, for those asking... I'm just throwing it in here. Of course, we're covering Big Brother Canada uh, 5, and that premieres on March 15th. And yes, we'll be covering that daily, as well as Drag Race and Bravo and uh, I'm forgetting other ones. Lots coming up. So become a patron. Support, support, support. Now, get ready, everyone, because this show is going to be a doozy. It's going to be a doozy. Oh, yes. And I will say, you're watching and you now. The best way to be alerted of all of our shows is to become a fan. Kick on the fan button or the man with the plus head or whatever. Be be a fan here on you now uh, so that you know all the times when we go live and share the show. Okay. I think we need to start before we even get into what is enraging me about these teams. And there's a lot this week. First, we need to talk about Mr. Charles DeBarber. Mr. Charles DeBarber. And I just want to also say this. This here, Mr. Charles DeBarber, one of the hunters who I want to say, I tried to match your outfit. <laughs> and, and, if your name is DeBarber, don't dress like DeBarber. We get it. Your name's the barber. You don't need to dress like a barber. We all get it. Now, why is he important on this show? Well, as it turns out, he is a former U.S. Army cyber intelligence uh, uh, person, and uh, his nickname is Sly Fox. I like the outfit. Uh, he's an intelligence and cybersecurity professional who has began his career in the U.S. Army uh, as a senior signals intelligence analyst and uh, has served many operations in support of national agencies, special ops, and conventional forces. By the way, totally side note, Charles, Charlie Charles, you know this show is all comedic comedically done, but, you know, call me. I think I need your help with something. Now, that being said, one Charles says to me, I enjoy your podcast on Hunted, and sorry I keep picking off all your eye candy. Just following orders. All right, listen here, Charles. Stop following orders, okay? Stop following orders. I mean, it's too late now. There's no way you're going to bring back what's-his-face and what girl-face and prettier-face. You know who I mean. Miles and what's-his-head. Those two. Will. Will and Miles. I want these two back. Can we get them back? I think they need a reprieve. I think you need to train them in hunting. Or give them a haircut. 
How about that? How about you give him a haircut? How about Charles DeBarber gives him a haircut? Can we make that happen in the reunion or the finale? One of those? I want him to get a haircut. They need something. Either way, Charles, I'm glad that you enjoyed the show. And stop getting rid of the eye candy. We only have one more eye candy left. And I was afraid he was going to go this week, but we will get there. Because there is a lot that has happened this week. But I want to start off with who we left off with last week. The Arif and Ahmad last seen in a campground. Shaving their heads, not at all being creepy. <laughs> I still don't get why they needed to shave their heads. Um, but what else? I mean, they both didn't shave their heads. Just the one shaved his head. But you know what I'm saying. Okay. So, um, uh, they're on the run. And uh, they decide that they need to uh, find a taxi driver who happens to be Muslim. All right, look, I'm just going to say this is why I want to start with them, because this really isn't the funny part. The show is going to be much funnier as we go on. Here's what I want to say. I freaking love this edit of these two. I love it. I love the edit. I love that it was a Muslim cab driver. I love that they're Muslims. I honestly don't think most Americans, perhaps those watching CBS, not all the ones that come to this forward-thinking show, but would be sheltered to a Muslim uh, religion and culture. And I just love uh, that CBS is showing it in this positive light. It is refreshing, and I love it, and I love what you're doing with it, CBS. I love it. It's brilliant. Thank you for showing uh, what, you know, that we're all not stereotypes. I just loved it. Okay, so uh, they're in the cab with their Muslim cab driver. <laughs> and now back to being semi-racist. They're, <laughs> they're in their car uh, with the Muslim uh, cab driver. And they're like, oh, brother, uh, you know, we only have $90. So, like, we're going to give you $30 for the cab ride. But it's like, you know, Ramadan. It's Ramadan, right? And we're starving, and uh, and we and we need to keep our money. And the guy's like, "Of course, that's great. Uh, you know, fine. We'll we'll work it out." And they're like, "We're we're gonna give you the money tomorrow. We're gonna give you the money tomorrow. Uh, drop us off at a mosque." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, good. We're gonna get to see the mosque. Not at all what I thought the inside of a mosque would look like. By the way, it looked like a rec center. Maybe they need to promote that. Maybe that's where the Muslims are going wrong. Muslims, I'm gonna fix your religion right now." You need to start promoting your mosques as fun little rec centers where you get to lay on the ground, have nice relaxing times, and, um, you know, prayer and, and pray. I think you're marketing it all wrong. That place looks very comfy, is what I'm saying. I like religions. Um... So, uh, I, they're in the mosque, and they're hiding in the mosque, and it's, you know, their holiest time of the year, and that was great, again, to shine a spotlight on that, and I loved it. I loved it. I love uh, I love the whole sweeping picture that they were painting for all the reasons I already said. However, however, this is where I kind of, again, like, get confused in the edit. Because, you know, while they're at the mosque, they meet the, they meet uh, a fellow Muslim other guy <laughs> who's going to give them a ride. Um, and they're like, OK, so you give us the ride uh, later, but we're going to go take money out of the bank and then we're going to take the money and we're going to leave it in a mailbox for the cab driver. Here's here's what I don't understand. If. You had $90. I feel like this is one of those secret hidden math problems. If you had $90, I don't understand why you're putting yourself at risk to get caught at the mosque. You could just give $30 to one of the mosque people to give to the cab guy and then go on your merry way and take money out somewhere else. What was the need to go take the money out right at that moment and risk your whole entire plan of getting caught just to put the money in the mailbox. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand that one. I need someone to explain that one to me. Arif, Amand, call me, because I don't get it. Um, so I just, it, it doesn't make sense. So they, you know, run off to go to the ATM. They, like, withdraw the money. And here's our tip for this show. 
this is our tip for this show. No, they did not, Harmony. Harmony in the chat room says, I thought they only had $13. No, they had $90 and the cab ride was 30 You think the cab ride was overnight? No, 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 no. I literally just watched this three hours ago. <laughs> I'm telling you, the cab ride was $30 and they had 90 Fact, 100%. It's fresh in my mind. It's not days old. Um, because that's why I didn't understand it. It did not make, it didn't make any sense. No, you're all wrong. <laughs> Thank you, BB Boston in the chat room for being the only right one who's understanding what happened on the show. Um, uh, so, 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 um, they go to the ATM and now the tip, the tip for this episode is... If you're going to the ATM and you are on the run and you are a felon, change your outfit. Just change your outfit. Apparently, the whole trick is you want to change your outfit. I think it will make it harder for them to find you uh, if you uh, change the outfit. Um, all right. I'm going to say this in case I'm wrong. I really don't believe that I'm wrong. But in case I'm wrong, the chat room, the ever helpful chat room, is saying that they owed them $30. Not that they needed to pay $30, but that they owed them $30 more. I don't really think that's it, but in case it is, now we cover both faces, but I'm still sticking with mine. Um, uh, Blonde Shell in the chat room wants to know, can you send another person to the ATM? I don't know why not. Exactly. I don't, believe me. Uh, Arif and Ahmad and uh, English and Steven are the two kind of subplots for this episode, which is why I want to go through them kind of quickly. We have massive stuff to talk about with the other two teams. Okay, but here is the part that enraged me with these two. Once again, they get the view from the camera and they're trying to convince us that with this facial recognition software, it's going to rebuild the face. Hey, you know what's helpful in rebuilding the face? The fact that you have a picture of their face. You have pictures of their faces. That's what's rebuilding the face. They're not making a face from a, a bottom half fake of a face. I have the program. Does everybody remember when I would make all the little animated people? Guess what? You can't make it with a half of a face. Oh, I am so sick of them acting. I mean, and maybe there is. Maybe there is a technology, and I just don't know. But I will say, all the technology that I'm aware of does not recreate a face from a piece of a face. Do you know how many other millions of people would have that part of a face? Now, if what they're trying to say is that they're looking at one face and it's comparing it to the other face and saying, ooh, those features line up exactly the same, so it must be a match to that face, okay, mildly more believable, but still I'm saying no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Still I'm saying no. Maybe Charles will have to clear it up for us. <laughs> uh, so... I mean, that is where we left off. We did not have a lot of forward movement uh, with Arif uh, and Damad. Basically, they got the cab ride to the mosque. They got another person at the mosque to take them to the next place. They got the money out. They left the money for the cab driver. And as soon as they leave, of course, those special little hunters saw him on the ATM cameras, and descended upon the mosque. And, and I have to say, this is like a little bit weird, because are the mosque people allowed to lie? Because that was one of the, and I apologize, I don't know what they're called, but I'm like, for, for Catholics, it'd be like the priest, but wasn't that like the priest who they went to in uh, the parking lot, the hunters? And then like, the priest can't lie. The priest can't lie. So I don't know. That's it. Oh. Uh, a mom? A man? I don't know. Um, so, uh, uh, they didn't show it as matching. They said they could rebuild the face from a small piece of the face, which is not true at all, says Dancing Amy. Right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, bullshit. Not true. No. Lies. Lies of Manelli. Lies not true. Stop believing it. These people. Shouldn't they be able to get a sanctuary at the religious place? You would think. I don't know why they're not just hiding out at the mosque. Oh, Oh, my God. 
And here was the other thing. Here was the other thing. I love how the Hunter team is like, okay, we know they're in this town because of the ATM. You know where we need to go? To the mosque. I mean, they could be anywhere in the whole entire town, but let's take, let's go to the mosque. Profiling much Trump's America? Oh, where are the Muslims going to go? To the mosque. They could have been anywhere in the town. But you magically picked the mosque? Okay, I'm just saying. Seems a bit bullshitty. So that is where uh, we left off with um, Arif and Ahmad. They are still on the run and are safe for this week. They are not the eliminated team for this week. So, next, we move over. Next, next, well, let's move over to Stephen, uh, uh, Stephen King and English King, who were last seen in a box. They were last seen, uh, in a box. And again, I don't know why anybody would go into a strange box. Uh, nope, nope, I, I don't get it. Uh, they were hitchhiking down the road and saying that they're going to go to their family's house. What? This is, again, where I don't understand it. They are aware, they are aware that their families are being monitored. So why are you trying to hitchhike to your sister's house? And then you're kind of like, uh, I know that everything that they're doing is being monitored. So you know what? Let's call my sister on the phone from the car. So you know that you're being monitored. And now you're going to call your sister from the car. It just makes no sense. And then the poor sister is like, I go to bed at night and I don't, I just don't know where you laying your head. They're playing a game. They're not actually felons. This is for money. They're playing a game, sister. Amber. Oh, just wait. Because <laughs> I got lots to say about Amber. <laughs> So Amber is like, I don't know what's happening and you're on the road. Are you eating? You're, they're filming a TV show. Relax, Amber. Let's, let's calm it down, Amber. You're on a 10. We need to take it down to a 5. This isn't a real situation here. Amber. So um, then the, she tells, so uh, English tells her sister Amber, you have to get a burner phone. Okay. For, ha- for what? She's getting a burner phone, okay? You're on the stranger's phone. So how is she going to know what number to call you at at the burner phone? Or how are you going to know the number for the burner phone? What am I missing? What am I missing in that scene? Does that... Don't worry about continuity at all. That's just going over. Everybody's... Let's, um, what? The whole point of burner phones was that you needed to have your burner phones ahead of time. But whatever, because we got bigger issues. We have bigger issues. The Hunters, more specifically, my precious little Charles, who has taken a little bit of time from not perusing uh, the, like, porn on the internet, apparently, on the show, uh, <laughs> um, found out that Amber must be in contact because she is putting out the fake... These fake Twitter uh, tweets because um, English is telling Amber, just create fake posts. I thought she was telling her sister to create fake posts on their own accounts, on their family's accounts. Not to log in under hers and post, boy, I need help at a national park. Really? English? You genius planner, or is your sister just screwing this up for you? I mean, is it just your sister that's screwing this up for you? Like, so Amber logs in to English's Facebook and starts posting about, like, all this stuff, which then the hunters are like, okay, this has to be a ruse. I'm going to call the sister, okay? They're like, I'm going to call the sister, so they get her up on Skype and it is like hottie Mick British. Oh, how you doing, love? Oh, how how you doing today? Oh, I love it. So all right away, Amber thinks that she is on a Tinder date. She is like, oh my God, hot British guy is calling me. This is the best thing ever. I totally love a hot British guy. He is so hot. And then he's like, listen, bitch, I know what you're doing. And she's like, oh my God, this is so sad. 
why are you yelling at me? This Tinder date is going horrible. So, he is grilling her. He is just like, I think you talked to her, and I don't really believe you, and I don't know why you're covering for them, and do you think that we're really buying this? Let's talk more about Facebook. You know what I would have done if I was Amber? What I've said every family member should do every single uh, recap that we have done, I don't have to talk to you. And he's like, don't you know that we're investigating you too? And she's like, oh my god, really? You're investigating me too? Did you look at that swimsuit picture that I posted from like dis- like like July of like uh, last year? It was like by the pool. Would you see that one? Hottie Nick British investigator guy. I don't care if I cost my sister $250,000. i am on a date with the hottie British guy. Uh, why didn't she hang up? Why didn't she hang up indeed, Blanchelle? Why do any of these people talk to them? Somebody needs to leak me the information or just... I just need to know, do family members have to participate? Does everybody, like, that's what I just need to know. I need to know if it's not just you playing the game, if it's your family and your friends and the people that you put in your book and your next door neighbor and your neighbor's dog and the kids that go to school with your neighbors. I need to know, are all these people on the show too? Otherwise, why are they talking to you? It does, and, and trust me. There is a very specific reason I am leaving um, Emily and David and Lee and Hilmar for last because we are going to get, we're going to get into it with those two because I have a lot of theories uh, and I want to know what the chat room, what you guys think uh, as well. So basically that concluded the uh, conversation uh, with the Hunters uh, and Emily. Basically, the Hunters are like, we're not believing anything that the sister Amber is saying, and uh, we don't know where English and Stephen are going, but we're going to keep monitoring the sister. Meanwhile, English is like, and I'm done with phones. I'm now going to think like a felon. Yesterday... I was an ear doctor. <laughs> and today, I'm now thinking like a felon. At that moment, I just wanted to be like, get out of the car! Get out of the car! To the guy driving the car. And just like elbow him in the face and like throw him out of the car and be like, get in, Steven! And like floor it and like drive down the highway. Like, we're on the run, we're fucking felon! Like, I just want one of them to go crazy, is what I'm saying. I think it would make the show a lot better if one just actually went crazy. Like, if I was production, um, I would manipulate a little bit of, like, uh, LSD in their water or some shit. Um, I would say they, they quit the show so you can, I would say they quit the show so you can stop looking for them now. Well, they would know. They would definitely know, Dee Dee. They would know they didn't quit the show. They're in constant contact with production. Um... I did not, Ev Spear, I did not read Reality Blur's article. I will do, I will read that, and uh, I will fill you guys in on that next week then. Okay, let us move on now. Oh, and by the way, not eliminated. Stephen and English, still on the run, not eliminated this week. I, I honestly, here's how I'm feeling at the moment about Stephen and English. I kind of have a feeling they might be getting the Dark Horse edit. I honestly have a feeling they keep telling us how unhinged she's going to become and how poorly she's going to do at this. Maybe because they're going to win it. Look, she's not stupid. She's a freaking ear doctor. I would imagine that's not an easy job. I would imagine, like, whatever ear doctors do. Like, remove your ear. Oh, by the way, could... No, I don't want to pin my ears back. Anyway, like, I think they, like, remove your ears, refix your ear hearing, connect wires to your brain. I would imagine you have to be super smart to do that. I would imagine you do. She's not just like us that are, like, OCD of, like, oh, my God, there's a glass ring on the table. Let me wipe it down. She's smart OCD. And now she's thinking like a felon. So look out. There's a lot of movies made with this exact plot. It could it could happen. You don't know. Uh, BB Fanatic says, I think English could lose her mind. Um, uh, bearded guy's friend? 
didn't, well, we're getting there. Oh, believe me, we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, so I want to move on now. I want to move on now to David and Emily. So where we last left off with David and Emily was that the friend, and what was his name again? Oh, Blaze. The friend rented them the car or gave them the car as the getaway car. And then it's like the boss's cabin in the woods. By the way, if anybody wants to know how to get a free car, go visit Blaze. He's apparently will give you a free car. No questions asked. Just, just become his friend and you just get a car. Shit that would never happen in this state. Ever. Oh, but we are getting there. Okay. So, and, oh, and, it, and, and, and Holly and the friend Holly from the book. I mean, they must have said Holly like 19 times. They were like, Holly from the book and Holly's network and Holly's connections to friends and Holly has a cabin. Holly McCauley. And then Holly came. And do you guys know about Holly? Hey, it's Holly time. I was like, oh my God, I get it. Say Holly 9,000 more times in this first 30 seconds of talking about them. Blaze is the Oprah of Hunted. Oh, clearly. Blaze is the Oprah, Oprah of Hunted, Jersey Girl. Okay, so... They are at the cabin, and now again, the team, the hunter team is going to surround the cabin. And we know about this cabin because it was on the calendar. The cabin or the address or the town or whatever was on the calendar. And despite the fact that there is massive amounts of of land, massive amounts of land that they could be hiding anywhere. We're going to narrow it down to this house because of Holly McHomanker. And we are going to descend the hunters upon them, even though the hunters, uh, we know that David and Emily are, you know, a little bit further away. Now, the hunters descend on the house and they're like banging on the doors and we're going to shock their senses and we're going to do everything and bam, bang, let us in. Here we are and call in the house and no answer. And at that moment, I was like, suck it. Suck it, everybody that watches this show. I told you, I told you the calendar was a decoy. Eat a dick. I am right and you all are wrong. And ooh, I even knew it was three days later, but I was, I was on Twitter and I was like, oh, I told you all that calendar was fake. I told you the calendar was a decoy and you all do wrong. Um, and then we found out not so much. <laughs> what we found out next was that even though they were at the house that they somehow, again, magically found, magically found this house. Because uh, remember, it's Blaze's boss's house, which somehow is also magically on the property of Holly. Which they said, and I quote, it's not on Google Maps, and you wouldn't be able to see it anyhow. And uh, to be clear, I don't mean David and Emily said it, I mean the hunters said it. So how did they know about this house? The drones didn't find it, the drones are flying around. Where did this other house, how did they find out about other house? How did they find out about the other house? I watched it like three times. I like what I was like, maybe I missed something. Maybe I missed something. I'm gonna go all the way back to the beginning. I'm watch the whole part again. Maybe the drones found the house. Maybe uh Holly is banging the boss of the car dealer guy, and both of their spouses don't know, so they got houses uh on the same lot. Uh, it no, 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 you could not see it from satellite images. They were very clear. I'm telling you, they specifically said. The second house does not show up on Google Maps, nor could, you, nor is it within eyesight of where the team was at the first house. So again, how did they find the second house? How did they know there was a second house? It doesn't even make it doesn't even make any sense. All right, Amy in the chat room says overhead you can see it. Ooh. I wish we had the ability to, like, just pull up the show. I, I really don't think so. Because I swear I went back and watched it a whole second time. Because I was like, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. I'm pretty sure they did not. That was the first house. The 
See, because this, well, I did take a screen grab of it. Where he's pointing with his little pencil, that is the first house. And they specifically said, we don't see any other houses. And then this was the second house. So I'm just saying, I don't think they saw the other house. I'll confirm. I'll. Co- Here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. I'll watch it again. So if when you're watching the edited version of the back, if right here there's a little note that says, hey, Eric's big stupid, they did see it on Google Images, then it means I was wrong and they saw it on Google Images. If it doesn't say it, it means I was right. And I think they did not see it on Google Images. Because I literally wrote down, and I quote, had discussion on how it was not on Google Maps and can't be seen from the house they were at. Quote, by the hunters. But again, how did they? No, the drone did not see it. The drone kept saying, there's movement at the first house. There's movement at the first house. Now, did they mean there's movement at the second house? If they meant there's movement at the second house, then okay, then the drone saw it. But what they said was, there's movement at the first house. What I think is, they were trying to do the tricky edit. They were trying to do the edit to trick us like they were going to get captured. And maybe they just messed up their edit a little bit. Don't blame me if you mess up your edit. Not my fault if you mess up your edit. Unimportant facts. Unimportant facts. Blair Witch Project on this bitch. So, basically, David and Emily are like, do you hear that? I hear footsteps. Let me get out my binoculars. I hear footsteps. I hear. They don't hear the drone this time. Normally, he has he hears phantom drone noises. Like on all the other episodes, he's like, oh my god, a drone. But on this episode, when there's actually the drone flying around, or not, uh, he hears no drone noises. But he thinks he hears footsteps, so he is leaving. Like, they are like, we are gone, we are out of the house, we are going. Um, as soon as they leave, they consulted a psychic. Very good point, Shelly. Very good joint. Very good joint. Or point, Shelly. A Shelly point is a joint. So thank you for your joint, Shelly. <laughs> um... Yeah, <laughs> Maxisom says next, Hunter, Roanoke Island. Might as well be. Uh, so they descend upon the house minutes after uh, Emily and uh, David have left uh, to find Blaze. And again, Blaze is giving them the information. Blaze is like, how you doing, Heidi Ho neighbors? Oh, hi, Hunters. Oh, why you won't go in the house? Are the backpacks mine? They sure are. But no, you can't go in the house and you can't look at my backpacks. Nope, I haven't talked to them. Nope, not nothing. But you're still talking to them. Why are you? I would be like, I'm sorry. Am I? Here, ready? Let's role play. Knock, 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 knock. Hello? Hi, we're looking for this person who is participating on a reality TV show to win $250,000 that you're related to. And I would go, oh, bye, and shut the door. Or if they weren't in my house, I would be like, run, run out the back, go, they're here, they're at the front door, run out the back, and try and distract them. Not be like, well, I last rented them a car. Uh, and they were off to the, the, the Hoboken, New Jersey. Like, what are you doing? What are you do? Oh, I have already admitted it. I have already admitted that I will be caught at a Taco Bell, RJ Mitchell. I would probably end up being caught at, at, at the Taco Bell. Okay, so the hunters now are making the big case about how Emily and David's plans are crashing and burning, and we have destroyed their whole network, and they are just in turmoil, and they don't know what to do now. They have no future plans, and what are we going to do, and blah, blah, blah. So what does Emily do? What does Emily do in times of trouble? Emily, littering is not nice. Emily takes her phone, her Unbiodegradable, not going to break down ever, Emily, phone and throws it out the window. You are a litterer? And just because your hottie mick boyfriend helps criminals, I mean, innocent people who are treated like him a criminal, <laughs> does not mean that you get a free pass to litter. Emily, I'm on to you. Litterer. 
$500 fine. You're going to have to go to an ATM. You're going to have to go to an ATM and you're going to have to pay for the fine. Um, so now the hunters are like, oh, wait. So then Blaze calls them. So Blaze calls them and are like, oh, the hunters are here. That's why, or you just missed them. They're on to you. That's why Emily threw the phone at, uh, out of the car. Okay, but now the hunters, here we go again, are like, hmm, let's investigate Blaze. Clearly, they were last with Blaze. Okay, I'm on board with that. That part makes sense. They were with Blaze, so you want to investigate Blaze. Makes perfect sense. How you then jumped to... Blaze rented them a car and you pulled up some weird website to justify like there is like and maybe I don't know. I'm not even at all saying this one is fact. If anybody knows, tell me. I would love to know if this is a fact that there's some magic website that tells you when an employee gives someone a loaner car that any everyone has access to. There's just the public information out there of a uh, Chevrolet Buick dealer gives away car to random person. Uh, and here, like, go steal that car. But if you watch the scene also on this magic website, notice what Blaze is. He's the director of marketing. Well, I bet Paul Tugboat or whatever the hell your car rental place is loving you right now. Genius, Blaze. Genius. Now that's good marketing, Blaze. You are smart. I commend you. Free commercial. Two weeks in a row on CBS. You go, Blaze. I hope you have a promotion. I You probably made more than $250,000 in this advert. You would have paid five hundred for... No, you probably would have paid 200000 for a commercial. You've gotten two weeks out of this, Blaze. I hope Chevy and GMC and all of them people know I need a car real bad. And I will do commercials for you guys all day long. Send one. Okay? I I will do whatever you want. I like literally I will be your whore for your car. <laughs> um oh, okay, wait. Doot 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 doot. Late breaking news update from BB Boston in the chat room. She says, Eric, I just rewatched. The chat was correct. They owed the cab driver an additional $30. Okay? Then that's what it is. Then they owed the cab. Okay, so then at least that part makes uh, more sense. Thank God. Thank God at least that point makes sense. Um, Maximus uh, Mom says, Blaze will have to cut out, will have a cutout of himself in his office saying, seen on CBS Hunted. Oh, 100%. When you go in to buy the car from Blaze, you know there's like all, you know they like have Blaze parties. Blaze is now the number one person at that car dealership. Like Blaze all the way. Uh, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. But again, don't let this distract you. I still do not understand how the Hunter's figured this out. Again, it makes no sense. There is no, that, that is like saying, that is like saying, there's a website for uh, my local TGI Fridays that has a list of the free meals that the managers have been giving out to people. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't get it. Uh, Lost in King Cruz says every every car he sells comes with the hashtag let's blaze it out. <laughs> Let, yes, let's blaze it up. Okay, but nonetheless, we need to believe that the hunters now know that David and Emily are in the black escalate. Oh wait, hold on one more second. GMC uh wait, who are you people? <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Who are you people with your ridiculous website? Chevrolet Buick uh, GMC. Right. I, I wasn't talking like a, like, I wasn't talking a fancy car. Like, I will literally take a used car. I just, like, well, like, I just wanted to run and not have to, like, worry about repairing it. Like, whatever. Like, I will literally say at the end of every show, this show was made by Chevrolet. Whatever you want. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I... Well, this, I, I cannot believe that I was wrong again. 
Late breaking news from Dancing Amy says, I tweeted you the clip of the show for the two houses. You can see the second one from the sky. You were wrong on that one too. I still maintain what they said. Okay, so they saw it from the sky. So great. So they saw it from the sky. I swear they said there was movement at the first house. Strike two. I hope I don't go strike three out by this, but this is why you're here to help me. I swear. I thought I was right on that one. Uh, They can break into their website to see he loaned out a car, says uh, RJ Mitchell. Uh, How? Again, who signs up for this? So the car dealership has just turned over rights to their entire business for CBS to get any information they want? Well, I mean, maybe I guess they would have to uh, if they're getting their free commercials every single episode about their car dealership. I don't know. It just, it seems crazy to me. But now that the Hunters know that they are in that black Escalade or whatever the hell they're in, they now again get to do the magic tracking uh, on all of the, you know, every time they go under the little scanner thing, they can start tracking their movements now in the car. And I mean, maybe, maybe, I will just throw this in here, maybe the most important thing that this show says or the most factual thing that this show says is, while the investigative techniques shown in Hunted are real, some procedures have been replicated on this broadcast. Hello? Shit? No shit. Bye. Really? Who would have known? Yes, license plate recognition. License plate recognition uh, is what they would use in order to check where they are along their path or whatever. Or, you know, again, just call up the call up the uh, production team also works, too. That is an understatement. Things are replicated. Yeah, we're going to talk about it in, in one more minute. This is, get buckle up now. I can't believe we've been talking for 45 minutes. This, Lee and Hilmar, we have lots to talk about with Lee and Hilmar. And we got theories, and, and it's where I want to know what you guys think. Now, I will also say, boop, 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 David and Emily also not captured this week. So clearly... Now that we are on our last fugitive team, Lee and Hilmar, obviously this will end with them being captured. Um, so, first of all, we start off with our Lee and Hilmar on the run and homesick. I also want to say, Hilmar, for me, the last of the Hottie McEye candies. So clearly, Charles and his gang of douchebags are going to remove them. Because we, we have to get rid of the last good-looking team. And look, I mean, no offense, Steven. Um, and no offense, uh, Arif and Ahmad. It's just like, you know, he's more my type. Has money. Owns a business. Hot. <laughs> um, isn't married. <laughs> oh, maybe I like married. Whatever. Um... Okay, so I'm going to be honest now. I'm going to be honest about something that I did not know until this episode. Until this episode, I had no clue which one was Lee and which one was Hilmar. I had no clue. So when we're getting the voiceover about... Uh, how it is Lee's uh, birthday and Father's Day, uh, and uh, the wife is going to find out what kid it is. I'm like, which one is Lee? Which one is Lee? And then we get the diary cam. Hey, you know what would be really helpful under the words diary cam? The name Lee. Diary cam of Lee. Then then we would have known. Or maybe other people would have known. I don't know. I don't know if other people would have known, but I needed to know. And for some reason, I could never know which one was Lee and which one was Hilmar. Nobody ever, like, really talks to them directly, and they don't really say each other's names directly on the show. But at least now we know uh, Lee is Ginger Daddy. So from now on, Lee 
is uh, Ginger Daddy, and Hilmar is Hottie Hilmar until, again, Charles McBarberface ruins our lives. So, okay. It is now Father's Day, Lee's birthday, and we're going to find out what the sex of uh, the baby is. Okay. Here is my first giant glaring problem with this episode. The cameras are in the house. The cameras are with the family. They are celebrating um, Lee's birthday. They are, you know, making it seem like they're going to reveal whether it's a boy or a girl with the family. Okay. I want you all to think back now for a second. Remember back with Lord of the Drug Dealers who is smuggling all the people, uh, Lady McHorseface at the horse farm? Where the hunters pretended to be production in order to try and get information? So now production is at Lee's house with his family, and let's be real, the Lee and Hilmar is the main, I thought, until now, it was David and Emily, but clearly, Lee and Hilmar is the main good versus evil, or, you know, the one side of the house versus the other side of the house. They are uh, the driving storyline or the driving... The most exciting storyline of the show is Lee and Hilmar. It gives us... Their storyline gives us everything that reality TV needs to have to be a successful show is in their plotline. You could also argue it is in uh, David and Emily's. But I just found it interesting that... What would be the difference if people would have knocked on Lee's wife's door to get information with a production crew versus knocking on her door and going, we want to film your baby thing, your, your baby reveal and birthday party? Why would she not think that they were lying in that scene and willing to give the information in her one-on-ones on that scene. Because in her one-on-ones on that scene, she's all like, I miss Lee, and I love him, and I hope that I'm going to get to see him to reveal what's going on uh, with the baby. And blah, and then I was like, oh, I get it. They want the baby reveal to be in the storyline. How are they going to force the baby reveal into the storyline? Okay, it's the party at the house. So the baby reveal uh, is the party at the house. But I I still go back to how would she know it's not people trying to find out information versus the production team there to be helpful and drive their storyline forward? Maybe this is where I shouldn't be thinking about production that much. Maybe, CBS, if you would give us the people to interview each week, I wouldn't go down these thought paths. <laughs> um, okay. Then, then, we go back to Lee and Hilmar. And Lee is like, I'm real sad. It's my birthday. And it's Father's Day. And I miss my kids. And I need a morale boost. It's been two weeks. It's $250,000. And, but he's like, but I need a morale boost. I need to see my wife. You know what? Let me just whip out my phone and call Tim the pilot. What? What? What in the... When? You're friends with Tim the pilot. Okay. I'm with you. You're friends with Tim the pilot. Surely, Hottie Hilmar is going to go, no, Dumbledore. 
We're not going to have a pilot fly your wife in to meet you. Again, at this point, I still don't feel it was clear what the intention was. I just felt like he wanted to fly the wife in because he was lonely. And I was like, this doesn't add up. Like, this does not make sense. We're flying the wife in because you need a morale boost. Like, I don't get it. Now, okay, so spoiler alert, we know that the wife is there to reveal the sex of the baby. But this is where, God, you must have to sign your life away off when you do this show. Because I don't know how this is fair to other teams. But we'll get there. We'll get We'll get there. Um, we'll get there. Uh, so, the wife arrives. Oh, and Hilmar is down with the plan, by the way. I thought Hilmar was gonna, like, punch Lee in the face and be like, you're insane, we're not having the pilot fly your wife in so you can have huggy time. Psycho. We're playing a game. Remember all the moves we've made? Okay, not happening. But, nope, Hilmar's like, sounds like a great plan. Okay. So they fly the wife in and they have their big huggy reunion on, you know, the tarmac. And then the wife is like, I'm going to tell you what the sex of the baby is. We're going to, we're going to do it together. Like we're going to do it together right now. And at this point I was like, okay, at least that makes sense to me. Because up until this point, I was like, are they just trying to get the wife on TV? Like, is this to help the, Tim the pilot's airplane business? Do you not care about the money? Do you just want your wife to be on TV? Was this your grand way to have your wife on TV? Are you trying to promote your businesses? Like, I don't get it. And he keeps saying, this could be a $250,000 mistake. First of all, it must be awesome to be willing, or to be able to make a $250,000 mistake. I can't make a $2.50 mistake, but you can make a $2,250,000 mistake. I mean, I just feel like escape rooms and all of your stuff is must be a great business. Okay, but again, we've now I've now concluded 100% this is production forcing the sex reveal of the baby storyline in here. So now, once she says that, once she says we're here to reveal the sex of the baby, okay, and like, so then they go inside, and she like opens the envelope, no cake? I, uh, P.S., Lee's wife, I don't know if you heard of all the rage is the cakes, the cakes that you cut and like, oh, the icing and there's blue or pink inside. Need it. Trust me, you have time. Production's working with you. You have it all the time. You get out of party. I'm surprised you just didn't bring your whole party there. Like you could have done it. You didn't need to just bring your little sonogram. And how is he looking at the sonogram and going, oh boy, I have seen sonograms of babies. Like, does it say it's a boy on the bottom? Because I just think like, how are you telling? Look, I get it. I know what a boy has. But I'm just saying, you can see it when it's that little. Good for him. Um, Okay, anyway. Here is where... So at this point now, you want me to believe that the hunters who are able to track people down in giant towns. They must be at a mosque. They must be in the second house by the woods in this giant town. <gasps> They're not in a restaurant or in the park. They must be on a boat in this giant town. You're telling me that the hunters who have been able to get all of this information from your strangers or a Facebook comment to pin people down, did not notice that Lee's wife chartered a plane to fly her somewhere alone. You have found out every 
teeny, tiny, most ridiculous, unbelievable piece of information that you couldn't possibly have found out, yet the easiest one of Wisely's wife chartering a plane and getting on it, you would have to know any travel plans being made by any of these people with an airline. Your magic fucking license plate computer probably has that information too. You know, your magic license plate computer, I'm pretty sure it checks travel agency. It, like, has the information from all the airports. And when somebody tries to uh, travel via air, it's logged in. No little dings went off for that. You got a ding when somebody walks by an ATM. Bullshit. So, ergo, I don't think it's fair to other teams. I think Lee and Hilmar are being greatly favored with an advance in a plot line. I think production wanted the baby reveal plot line and made it happen and told them, you're safe for this part. We need this heartfelt moment to be in the show. And I really feel like production is weighing out. What will the CBS watcher like more? Are they going to want David and Emily, who is the, I was a criminal, and now I, you know, fight uh, in court for the good of people and children, and I've reformed my life, and I want to help everybody? Or are they going to want good old-fashioned Lee and his wife with the four kids, and we're finding out about the baby storyline? Who are they going to want to win? Well, based on tonight's edit, I would put all of my money on Lee and Hamar. <laughs> if I had a best... Guess I would say Lee and Hilmar. Um, Dancing Amy says, yes, it was Tim the pilot that charted it. He may have driven her to the airport for all we know. It doesn't... Yeah, I'm pretty sure, legally, if you are flying in a private plane, in a commercial plane, it doesn't matter. Nowadays, you have to check in and let the FAA and all those people know that who the people are in your plane, like, it's just, it's federal regulation now. You can't, where is Terrence when I need him? (laughs) But I promise you, they would know if a felon got into a private plane or a commercial plane instantly, unless they were using a fake ID. But again... You have found out every single stupid piece of information. Right. She's not a felon. I agree with you. But you know who else isn't a felon? Their families when they were monitoring their mail. Do we remember three episodes when they were monitoring their mail? The federal mail? They were scanning it? But now you don't know that she chartered a plane or he chartered a plane? Forget about semantics of using the words chartered a plane. The wife got on a plane and flew somewhere. It is so bullshit ridiculous that you want us to believe you figured out my hottie Will and Miles who could have been anywhere in the town you were like oh they're on a boat yet this one is flying in a plane and you missed it bullshit you wanted the sex reveal of the baby storyline and you wanted the other moment the other shocking let's make great reality tv totally produced moment of then uh the wife posts it on twitter uh, or posted on instagram with the hashtag is your blood pressure rising to the hunters mocking what they were grilling her about on in the first episode and then the hunters are like oh my god did you see what just popped up on instagram <laughs> did you just had, she just popped up on instagram the why you know what we're all over instagram but we missed her getting on the plane did you guys see how many likes this one has on instagram 
we totally missed her taking the plane. We have the ground teams everywhere. We're monitoring Holly McHobble in her tree hut. We know who fucking Blaze is renting cars to via the magic car renting website. Like, we know everything. But we just missed her getting on the plane. Give me a break. And this is where, if I was the other teams, it must really sucked that you must have signed your life away with that damn contract. Because I would go call up David and go, lawsuit? Did I mention why I stopped watching Amazing Race? Because if you're just going to have your winners pre-planned ahead of time, why am I watching the show? So, I liked the taunting. I liked the taunting via Instagram. I loved their storyline. And on a show where I don't know the people, so it's not like an amazing race, and I don't feel invested knowing people on a personal level where, wow, this money would really change their life, then fine, it doesn't so much bother me. You have to admit, they have the best storyline. If you go back to the beginning of their story, of Lee and Hilmar's story, where the wolves and we're taunting them and we have the network and the emails and now they've scanned the mail and now our whole plan is ruined but now we're back and I miss my wife and my kids and we're finding out if it's a boy or a girl. Let's fly the wife in. Let's taunt the hunters. Let's do this. Next thing, it is like a movie if you wrote it out as a script. It's the perfect plot line of brilliance if you wrote this, their storyline out. It would be a brilliant storyline. So, is it real? Is it produced? I don't know. I don't know. I leave it all to you uh, to see what you think. But I think there was so many plot holes in this week's show uh, it was just, I don't know. There was lots of plot holes in this week's show for me, but I will also let you know, Lee and Hilmar also not caught this week. So we ended this week the same way we ended last week with Lee and Hilmar still in it, David and Emily still in it, English and Steven still in it, and Arif and Ahmad still in it. For the love of God, please let this show be the season finale next week. <laughs> I do like the people. I do like the show. But they need to give us more information or let these people talk and do interviews so we can get answers. Otherwise, just make it Hunted the Produced television show. Two more episodes, says uh, chat room. Okay. Two more episodes. Just make it a scripted... This would have been a really interesting show. I would like this if it was a scripted show. It would be really good. This would be fun. Like, teams on the run, and we're going, and are they going to catch them? Give us a little storyline. Ooh, the babies, and like, all that shit. I would love that. But just make it a scripted show. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense what you're saying. Doesn't make sense. But Meg Foley says, yes, uh, we need uh, more explanations. Well, we have already uh, gone over an hour, but do you guys in the chat uh, have any questions? Well, you are, uh, well, I'm seeing if you guys have any questions. I'll also say next week, apparently, they're trying to make us think that David and Emily are going to get caught or Lee and Hilmar are going to get caught. That's what they're trying to trick us and make us think for next week. They also tried to make us think that this week and nobody was caught. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. At this moment, I am putting all of my chips on Lee and Hilmar to win this game purely uh, based on the edit. Blanchelle says, can we get Charles on after the finale? I don't know. He might be watching. Call me. DM me. It'll be our secret. No, for real. It'll be our secret. I won't tell anyone. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I just caught the end of the show. Well, you can watch it back, Sammy. I'm sorry you missed the whole show, but don't worry, Sammy. 
this recap show and all of them are over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash hunted. They're also on iTunes and they're also on um, as video and audio and YouTube, but watching it on our website is the most helpful. I will also say if you are watching it on iTunes, do us a favor, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. And if you're watching on YouTube, thumbs it up and subscribe. Those are great ways that you can help uh, support our shows. Um, I love the taunting. I wish it was more real. I like it. I mean, it's like, I want to say, you can't make this stuff up. You couldn't write this. Couldn't you? Couldn't you? Uh, So, uh, be sure, uh, but it sure is fun to watch you recap. Oh, you don't watch it? Oh, that's interesting. Well, then I'm glad that I'm helping you recap it. So again, you guys can check it all out uh, on our website. Uh, Thumbs up, subscribe, rate it. That is super helpful. Uh, Again, I will be back Sunday night for uh, the birthday show. Uh, We are starting Big Brother Canada coverage probably um, in two weeks because we usually start the week before and it's going to start on March 15th so probably like ooh, around March 7th or so we will start with our official uh, Big Brother um, Canada shows uh, and RuPaul's Drug Race they have not announced yet but we are covering it when they announce it Bravo Audio Blogs all of that content coming up for you guys. So make sure you become a fan here in you now, all of those places. And if you want to help support our shows, consider becoming a patron at yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron or making a one-time donation over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash PayPal. It keeps us bringing these shows to you guys. Or just, you know, share it. Share it with your friends, share it with your family. Get the word out. Just get the word out. That helps us too. I'll see you guys all next week. Bye for now, everybody. Bye.